Hello, my name is Ray Montgomery. I'd like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Christy Russell, Employment Service Manager. How are you doing, Christy? Hey, good morning, Ray. I'm doing just fine. Thanks. Oh, how's your day going so far? It's going it's going well. It's going well. Thank you. I'm, I'm loving the sunshine this morning. It's October. I know. I'll take it. I'll take oh, it. Yeah. It's still still not too cold, so I'm all right with it. <laughs> well, I wanted to uh, have you on the podcast because, as you know, October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and I know uh, our employment service team is always busy all year long helping individuals who are blind or vision impaired uh, find gainful employment. So, just wanted to talk to you about um, a few upcoming events that you and your team have going on and uh, talk about, you know, employing individuals who are blind or visually impaired and um, how we can uh, educate, you know, the public about the capabilities of the individuals who are blind or visually impaired. So, uh, Chris, I want to start off with um, um, you guys having a reverse job fair coming up on October the 20th. Could you kind of talk about what is a reverse job fair? And uh, what can employees expect when they arrive at Bosles um, Woodland Center? Yeah, absolutely. We're very excited. This is actually our second annual reverse job fair. We tried this out last year, but of course we had quite a few uh, restrictions still with COVID, um, you know, different protocols and things. So it was a fairly small event last year and really a learning opportunity for us because this concept of a reverse job fair is still pretty new. Um, I feel like it was starting to pick up traction before the pandemic. And then of course, everyone got sent home. So it didn't really keep that speed. Um, but we thought, you know, we're slowly getting back. We had a great successful year during the pandemic where we actually placed 26 individuals back into work during that time, which was just unbelievable. Um, so we said, why not? Let's try it out, right? So last year, we had 11 of our employment services clients participate, and we had um, we had about 10 businesses commit, but as of the day of the actual event, we had five businesses actually show up and attend, and it ended up where two of them got jobs. So we thought, well, gosh, if we did this on a really small scale last year and had success, what would it look like? if we did it again, but we did it a little bit larger. Uh, we know we don't have as many restrictions in place and we wanna, we wanna get more people involved, right? So the reverse job fair in and of itself is not much different than a traditional career fair or job fair, but we flipped the script in that in a traditional model, it's the companies that sit in a room, right? They bring their representatives right. um, and they share information about their company and talk maybe about the jobs they have available. And job seekers attend the event, right? They go around and they meet and, you know, they might stop at a few tables that are relevant to the type of work that they've done or the type of work they're looking for. Um, and then you're kind of, we joke that you're left on a hope and a prayer <laughs> that yeah. you made a connection and that maybe someone will call you back. You know, you're, you're just handing out resumes and, and hoping for the best. But with the reverse job fair, I said, we, we flipped that script and we said, you know, we want to be different. We want to look at this from a different angle um, because that's, that's one of our biggest challenges really in employment services is educating our companies on how someone who is blind or low vision does work and did work right before their vision loss. So this time we say, well, we're going to showcase our individuals. 
we're going to showcase the the skill set that they have, right? We're going to showcase their work experience and what they're trying to get back to doing. So it's going to look different, but similar in that when you come in around the room, there'll be tables just like a traditional, but the people behind the tables are going to be extra special because these are going to be our, our job seekers. And they're going to be there ready to talk about themselves. They're going to be there ready to highlight information from their resume. They're going to be ready to talk about what type of work they've done, maybe their educational level, their uh, work experience. They're going to be ready to share about themselves and what they're looking for, right? And then the attendees are gonna be businesses. So we are inviting companies to attend, come in, meet with our clients, go around the table. You know, we encourage them to, to touch base with all of them, right? Because you just never know. You might have, you might come in with one job in mind, but in fact, when you meet a person like, oh, you know what? Like, wait a minute, this person would actually be a good fit for that. So it's a chance for us to spotlight our job seekers um, and give them a chance to kind of lead the show and, and meet with some local businesses who are hiring and actively looking to get some good, solid employees with experience uh, under their roof. So do um, the individuals looking for jobs, do they um, set up like a, a booth and do things to stand out? How, how do they stand out? How do they get the uh, employer's attention? Sure. So we encourage them to bring their technology. So if they use a laptop or an iPad or a magnifier, we're encouraging them to bring that with them and have that set up um, because I think that's really important for someone who has not met someone who has low vision or is blind. They really don't have a frame of reference to understand how they might use a computer. And sometimes that can be a roadblock, you know, when they're in an interview, like, well, you know, I, this person's, I, I don't know how they would use a computer and you're going to need a computer for this job. So they inadvertently rule them out sometimes, right? So I think if we can have them showing like, oh, it's nice to meet you. You're from, you know, Amazon. Great. Let me pull up Amazon's website. Let me look at your positions. And they do that right in front of an employer. You're showing them right there. Oh, I can use the internet. I know how to search. Here's how I do it. Um, and that right there starts to break down some barriers um, and really show them. Last year, we had uh, one of our job seekers. She was very artistic and had a lot of art background. So she actually brought some of her art so she could showcase her talent and show what her style was. Um, and of course, the magnifiers and things like that, because hands down, I think people assume accommodations are some big, scary world and are going to cost all this money when in fact, the individual is probably going to come with what they use on a daily basis. Yeah, it's, it's funny you said that about, you know, just technology. I was dealing with that probably just a week ago. A lady was like, well, how can I email it to you? Well, you, you just ask me how you can. I didn't get this far in life without <laughs> right, being able to read right. an email at this point in life. But, yeah, oh, yeah. She, oh, I had yeah. to educate her. And it was, you know, this was, um, yeah, it was a lady who had, <laughs> was very educated. I had to educate her on just screen reading um, software and stuff like that and what we use. That's right. That's right. Yeah, that's, There's so always an opportunity to to teach, right? And just to open open the mindset that there's a lot of out there in this world we know nothing about in general, right? And so unless you've lived in this world as either someone who is blind or low vision or has worked in the field, you why would you need to know, right? right? right. Why would you need to know that? But it's important that people are at least open to the conversation of and and learning how someone does. 
So what type of uh, businesses will be attending, you know, the job fair? What type of industries? Because sometimes people uh, do not believe people who are blind can work in, um, you know, manufacturing are just different type of industries. So what type of industries are coming and uh, are there any limitations to what people who are blind can do? Great. Well, I think those are two awesome questions. I'm going to answer them separately. Um, In terms of who's going to be attending, we have a wide variety. Uh, Several of them are actually our current partners that we've had success with already, and they've learned how how beneficial it is to work with us um, and have hired some great employees. So for example, we have a wonderful partnership with Amazon and they're coming back. We have an outstanding relationship with Indigo um, and their new transit center. So we've got representatives coming uh, from there. Uh, Coaster Stone is a local company um, that's also been very supportive and, and many others. So I think Lily just recently yeah. signed up. Um, so, so there's about six committed businesses right now. Our goal is to be between 12 and 15. So there's still plenty of room um, for companies, still plenty of time to get signed up. The benefit of going ahead and getting re- uh, uh, registers, I-, I should say, is that you're going to be able to get access to our client resumes and their bios before the event. So these employers that have already committed, they're going to see all 15, and that's right, 15 job seekers are going to be participating. They're going to see all those resumes ahead of time. So they're going to already start to say, oh, okay, you know, this person's history looks really, really interesting. I want to make sure I meet them. Um, It kind of gives you a leg up to go ahead and get registered. But um, we'll have a wide variety because we have a wide variety of experience participating in this event. You know, we have an individual in our program that's a chemical engineer. (laughs) We have, you know, individuals who this is their first real job. You know, they're part of our our younger adult population and everything in between. Because I think with vision loss is that when it comes to employment, these are individuals who are not experience impaired. They are not educationally impaired. They are simply visually impaired and that's it. And we have to remember that these are individuals that have contributed to the workforce, their communities um, for quite some time, you know? And, and so they're, they're very well versed in their fields of expertise. They're just looking for that opportunity uh, to, to get back at it. So I, I think you know, again, it's hard to say. I'm hoping I'm going to, you know, get some some more businesses, plenty of time to register. And this is a free event for companies to attend. Um, so absolutely, we want to see a wide variety. If it's a Indianapolis or surrounding county company, that's ideal because uh, that is the coverage area that we serve. Um, but also maybe if you are outside of our area, but you are offering remote positions from home, um, we're very interested in that as well. So, so don't rule it out. You can certainly talk with one of our team members and I'll share that at the end. Um, and we'll help make sure that it's a good fit for you to come as well. So, um, I was talking about this earlier, October is national disability employment Awareness this month. And right now, you know, people who are blind still face a 70% unemployment rate around 62% here in the state of Indiana. What would you say to, uh, employers who are hesitant to hire someone who was blind or visually impaired? I would say take the burden off your shoulders that you need to know all the hows, right? And that's H-O-W-S, not hows. Um, because I think that's that's a lot of what we see. And I, in our team, 
because this is what we do every day, right? We know the potential, we see the potential. Um, but where do I think the holdup is? It's frustrating to drive around our community and see and hear so many companies say, we need workers. We are hiring. Do you know anybody? You know, please send them our way. But we're not seeing that same response when it happens to be someone who's blind or low vision. You know, if, if the hiring market is in such dire need, why do we have a 62% unemployment rate for people who are blind or low vision in our state, right? So there, there's work to do. And I think that comes with education. So while it's one thing for a company to say we have, you know, a DEI uh, disability and inclusion initiative, that's one thing to say it. It's a whole nother thing to say, you know, we have this initiative, which means I'm willing to learn. Um, you know, companies like us specialize in all types of disabilities. And I think it's very important for HR professionals, recruiters, hiring managers. Those are the individuals that need the experience with the variety of disability populations that exist in our community because they're the ones that make decisions, right? So I think people need to be open to learning how someone does a particular task of a job and realizing that there's really not ever one sole way to complete a task, right? We all do things a little bit different, but do we arrive at the deadline on time? Do we accomplish the task according to the parameters? You know, if the answer is yes, then it's, we should not get so hung up on the how, right? But I think it, with disability in general, it's just the, the unknown, you know, and I think people tend to put themselves in a situation where they say, well, I don't know how I would do that if I were blind, or right. I don't know how I would do that if I you know, had a cognitive disability, you know, and we have to, we have to take ourselves out of that mindset and we have to say, Hey, tell me about that. Or tell me how you perform that task on your last job, or tell me how you, you know, identify this from that. You know, we have to just be open to the mindset that there's a lot of ways to do things and, and it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's more one, it's more than one way to get to work. So you know, good example, good example of this is that, you know, I, we've seen some employers say, well, you know, this position is going to require, you know, kind of going around the community or something of that nature. And how would this person do that? They can't drive, you know? And we're like, well, there's Uber, there's public transportation, you know, like, do you ask all of your employees how they get to work every day? You know, it's yeah, like, you just, point. you just say, Hey, I need you to be here or at this location by this time. Right. And they, they, they figure it out. Right. You would not hire somebody and be like, well, I don't know if you drive, do you drive a car? Cause I prefer you to drive in a car as opposed <laughs> to a truck. Right. Like we right. don't do that. So right. we have, that's a great example. And, you know, I speak from experience because one of my employees on my team, um, is a remote employee and he is, he has vision loss. So he does not drive, but the basic, I mean, really, I don't even want to say the basic, but the majority of his role is to be out in the community away from the office. And he's got to go from point A to point B quite frequently. And, you know, I don't look at how he gets from A to Z any different than I look at my other staff who also have to be out and about in the community. It's, it's about let them do what they need to do, but can they do the job? Um, we just put too many roadblocks in the way, you know, right? It's just, yeah. we gotta be open, open to really looking at something and saying, 
is this absolutely necessary for the job? And if not, okay, let's talk about it. Well, talk about, um, you know, reasonable accommodations since we talked about, you know, people working. So I know there are some costs, but talk about the cost and, and how an employer can actually offset some of that cost and what a person who is blind may need to be successful on the job to uh, get the job done. Sure. Uh, I love this question because my first response is always, it depends on the person. Um, some of the myths that are out there is that everyone who is blind or has low vision reads Braille. Companies that are like, oh, I need to go buy a Braille printer and a Braille this, and I'm, we're going to Braille everything. And I'm like, well, that, that's wonderful and proactive, but your employee may not read Braille, you know? Right. So that's an added expense that you don't necessarily need to do, right? Um, you know, or we'll say, we'll have companies that automatically like, well, I want to put everything in large print, you know, well, you might have your employee may have no light perception, you know, and, and so they are completely blind. It's like, well, that's great again, but also not what your employee needs. So I think the first thing is, thinking about that employee like you would any other employee. What does that employee need to be able to perform the basic duties of that job? And understanding that there is no one size fits all for someone who's blind or low vision. They're going to know what works for them. And so having those questions. Most common, if a computer is involved, we are gonna be looking at some sort of screen reading technology. Um, so most common you'll hear Zoom text, which just enlarges all the things <laughs> more than standard. Um, and it does some color contrasting and different things of that nature. And then there's also, you know, what we call Jaws, not the movie. Um, but this is going to be this is going to be software that just is an overlay, right? It's not going to change your company's programming, none of that. It just overlays on the individual's machine to allow them to interact with your company's software programming. Um, and that's primarily used by someone with really little to no vision. And so they're using a combination of key commands on the keyboard and primarily getting information from the, the screen through auditory. So you'll see like a Bluetooth earpiece or things of that nature. Um, and so that's sometimes the most expensive thing. And even then it's very reasonable. Um, if a company has financial hardship or something of that nature, all of the individuals that come in our program um, are backed by the state's vocational rehabilitation services program. So they do have um, assistance from them should it be needed on the job, which is really, really wonderful to partner with the state in such a way to, to really get that assistance when it's needed. Um, but most other common things could be, you know, just a handheld magnifier, which most of them now, thanks to technology, are about the same size as your cell phone. <laughs> They're not much bigger. Um, and of course, there are, and I'm sure Ray, you can speak to this too, like, oh my goodness, the sheer amount of apps that are on our phones, our iPads, that can assist someone who is visually impaired is just astronomical. Like technology really benefits those who are blind or low vision in so many ways. There are apps that, you know, an individual can hold over a piece of paper and it will read to them what's on that piece of paper. So great for any kind of receptionist or administrative type task or really anything where you're needing to read something that's in print. So rather than just being like, oh, well, this person can't do this job because they can't see this label. Well, hold on a minute. You know, like what are our options? What are some other things? And really, I sum it up with these are individuals who are not just visually impaired when they go to work. OK, they're not just visually impaired right. from eight to four. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is their life. Right. And, and so they live this and they know what works best for them. But across the board, you know, here recently, I'm thinking back to, you know, several of our successful placements. And I think the most 
I'm trying to think like the, maybe the biggest accommodation somebody had was we removed a light over their workspace here recently. So really, really simple, really, really minor, but just keep in mind that there is no one size fits all. So just work with the person individually, just like you would do for any other employee. Yeah, that's it. Reasonable accommodations. I mean, a screen reader, a phone, a scanner. I mean, you could do a lot <laughs> with that. You know, when you can travel with your um, your lift. You know, so it's, right. it's, it's definitely, uh, excuse me, it's a variety of ways you can get back and forth to work, a variety of ways we uh, get things done. I'm glad that you pointed out that all people who are blind are not the same. So if we are, are not monolithic. So, yeah, everybody doesn't read Braille. We should, but everybody don't read Braille. Everybody is not at the same, you know, skill set. So, yeah, I don't like to be <laughs> lumped in for that. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. So, what can um, so how can excuse me, employers really uh, get involved? How can they get involved with the reverse job fair? Absolutely. So, lots of ways to be involved. We are always looking for local companies willing to uh, host an intern. You know, a lot of our individuals they've been out of the workforce for a while because they've been tending to their vision rehabilitation, right? Learning how to, to get back to doing basic life now without their vision. So they're nervous to go back. Um, and so sometimes they're, we're just looking for some internship or work experience opportunities. Um, so that's always the easiest way to get involved is just open your doors to us and let us come in and, and talk to you and learn more about positions and um, help that person feel at ease before they start applying, right? That That's the easiest. Um, we're always looking for companies willing to do informational interviews or mock interviews. So again, if, if someone worked in their prior job for 30 plus years, they've not been on an interview for 30 plus years. <laughs> so that's very nerve wracking and they're not sure what, what to say or what to do or how to explain their vision loss. So we're always looking for people willing to, to allow for those practice opportunities. Um, and then of course, share your, share your job postings with us. You can always send them over to us. Um, we'll be sure to, to leave some emails here. Um, but, but by sharing those postings with us, while we may not have anybody currently with the skill set you're looking for, that doesn't mean next month we won't, right? Our program is fluid and that means because they're going to work. So at the same time, we have people leaving the program successfully. We have new individuals coming in for services. So partnership is key. We are also, as a team, we love to go out and assess your work sites and tell you, you know, do we, what do we think? You know, do we think that this is something that could be done? Um, do you have questions for us? We are not the ADA police. So I do like to, to put that in there. Um, but use us for our feedback. Use us for our experience. We are happy to come out. We also can do training, um, you know, awareness training, things of that nature with your employees too. And then, of course, there's our big event coming up. You know, I love Disability Employment Awareness Month. And what better way to celebrate than to show up and actually meet some of these amazing individuals we have here in our program. So you can register for our event. And the event is next Thursday, which is October 20th. The event starts at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And we are going until 6 p.m. And we'll have uh, some light hors d'oeuvres and we, let's see, it's free. I'm trying to think of all the, all the key points here. And this event will actually be hosted at our corporate location for Bosma. Um, last year we did it at Woodland because it was smaller, but this year I said earlier, we're going big, right? So we have a little bit more space at the corporate location. And that address is 6270, so 6270 Corporate Drive, Indianapolis, 
1-800-273-46278. And you can register, or if you just want some more information, by emailing matte at bosma.org. And that's M-A-T-T-E at B-O-S-M-A dot O-R-G. And he will take care of any questions you have, get you, get you on the list. Uh, again, we've got six committed right now. And our goal is to have between 12 and 15 businesses. So there are still plenty of spots available. And if you're not a business and you're tuning in, sh please share. Share our event. Um, you can go to any of our social media for Bosma, uh, LinkedIn, all of that. There's plenty of posts that you can hit that share button. And uh, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. Definitely, definitely. Thank you, Christy, for that great information. And then we look to get more Hoosiers who are blind and visually impaired employed uh, throughout the state of Indiana. So, yeah, we definitely want employees to come out, visit, and see a great, talented group of individuals who are ready and willing and highly capable and ready to work. So, once again, 6270 Corporate Drive, October 20th, 4 o'clock. And we're going to have hors d'oeuvres. <laughs> so that's, that's definitely right. a great thing that's right there. Right. <laughs> but once again, Chris, I want to thank you for giving us all that great knowledge. And if people want to learn more, I really just want to learn more about, you know, Bosma Center for Visionary Solutions or, you know, about how they can get involved with the organization. How can they uh, get in contact with you? Absolutely. Feel free to send me an email. And again, it's Christy with a K. So it's K-R-I-S-T-Y-R at Bosma.org. Sounds good. And thank you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks, Ray, for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Christy, for that great information. And make sure that you're subscribed to Navigating Blindness Podcast, Apple, Google, and SoundCloud. And make sure you're following us on all social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And I'll talk to you guys next week.